Oh my god, you You just got to hear a little snippet of, of Missy uh, worshiping. Um, that's exactly how I worship. That's exactly how she worships. But anyway, uh, come on, church. <laughs> hey, it is season two. We're starting off with a bang, huh? Um, with a bang! With a bang. Um, Not the is, energy drinks. Don't drink those kids. Yeah, I had one. I had like a half of one the other day um it was after so well we'll get into that but i had like maybe three quarters of one the other day before work and was wired for the rest I, of the day i had one i i had um i had one when we moved down to florida because you didn't a, even drink the whole thing yes i did oh. because it's a ten and a half hour drive and i decided that i was going to be a smart person and drive the whole way and i literally thought i was going to have a heart attack it was horrible yeah anyway it is season two, episode season one. Season two. Um, thank you guys the so spot. much. So, Dude. okay. Okay, yeah. well. Thank you guys so much for all of the support for season one. Um, I think we're up to like 100 listens um, so far. I think we got a new... Also, uh, I checked our analytics the other day. We have a new country Woo! that's listening to us. So originally it was mainly U.S., and then we had somebody from Belgium. I checked our analytics. We have a listener all the way in Australia. Australia? On the Golden, on the Golden Coast, guys. We wow. have We have a listener on the Golden Coast. So, uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Um, today's topic, uh, we, we decided that we're in season two... We're back in the car. Um, today's topic, we decided that in season two, we're going to kind of get a little deep uh, with some of our topics. So, today's topic is... Kind of, kind of a bad word in in church uh, these days. Kind of a bad word. Period. Um, guys, we're going to talk about politics today. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. Um, but first, we're going. Well, this is a disclaimer. First, <laughs> um, so I'm sitting here reading Missy's notes, and she said that I should include a disclaimer. Um, so I'm going to. We are going to talk about that's a heavy the new topic. Thing that's well, we're going to have notes. Notes. Well, Missy's going to have notes. Jason just kind of flies by the seat of his pants all the time. Um, but disclaimer, we are going to talk about a heavy topic uh, with politics. We might trigger some people. Um, we might get into talking about some uh, divisive topics uh, politically. So um, just be prepared for that. But anyway, before we do that, as we always do, um, Missy, how is not just our weeks, how have the past, like, four weeks been <coughs> it's been a roller coaster man uh it has it has i think uh the last episode that we released was on the 16th of august um and i i'm not sure if i kind of uh gave some details but my my grandfather my mom's dad passed away on the 9th of august um and then i believe we recorded and then we drove up the, the wednesday yeah, after we recorded that, the last the last episode we recorded was the 16th. Well, it was on the 15th, at least on the 16th. That week itself was crazy. Uh, It was crazy. So we drove. Because Urop passed away on the 9th. My birthday was on the 14th. That's right. And we literally drove up. And then we drove up on. We recorded it and drove up on the 16th. Uh, No, we we dropped it on the 16th. We drove up uh, Tuesday, which would be the 18th of August. So now we're, so that that was literally a month ago, guys. We're recording on the 19th. 
Um, and this episode, if we're lucky, will drop uh, at 7 p.m. on the 19th. So this, the Sunday that you're listening to it is, is when we're recording it. And uh, but yeah, but so that happened. Um, I started a new job in the first of August. I think I, I had started a new job. In our, I think I was talking about it in our um, in our last episode of season one. But um, Missy's Missy's dad finally got COVID. Um, so we've been doing. Sorry, that's not a thing to cheer about. That's not a thing to cheer about. Um, but I mean, it, it took a while. Um, my dad is like, in a, and, like I, let's just put it this way, guys. I don't have my dad's immune system. My dad is like an immovable force. But like, we thought, if like, my dad is sick. They're like, be prepared to just for a regular person to die um, because he does not get sick. But we thought that he was like. That if anybody's going to get it first, it's going to be him because he works in a line of work where he's having to to be around. Things, yeah, he has like to put his mouth he has to put. On other so he tests uh, without saying where he works. He basically tests um, life-saving equipment um, for like firefighters and um, and police officers and Secret Service and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so my and dad works he for the government is and what he, I always like to say. Yes. Uh, well, actually, the government works for him. But, yes. uh, but basically, so what he does is he tests um, these, he, he works on these machines that test the um, the suction power of, like, a firefighter's mask. They pretty much, yeah. And they're used. Make sure, he makes sure that, like, no one doing their job is going to get injured Yes, or and so, um, so he tests, the, he's worked on these machines that test, that test the, the CO2, the, uh, he checks to see if there are leaks in them, but what he has to do is he has to, after he's been working on me, he has to test them. And that means putting the mask on his face. Well, these masks are used. So we, we thought that if anybody was going to get COVID first, it was going but to be. But they are sanitized. They are sanitized. Even, and even so, pre-COVID? So he does like basically a little bit. Yes. Well. So he does a little bit of sterile processing if, if you guys know what that is. But basically we thought that if anybody was going to get COVID, it was going to be him. And um, he was like the last one in the house to get it. No, my mom was the last one in the house. Well, he gave it to her, but yeah. Um, but they, them two. Well, she had already had it. Remember? Uh-huh. Yes, she got it back in like okay. February, okay. or like right before we moved back from Florida. She okay. got it. Anyway, but he was like the last person in the house to have it. Um. So anyway, uh, Missy's parents uh, got COVID, and her grandmother has been in the hospital recently, and it, it's just been a roller coaster. Um of emotions um good things that happened I, I got to you know I got to we, I got to take Missy to Wilmington North Carolina um for the funeral which which is one of my favorite places in the world um probably next to Gatlinburg is my favorite place in the world um anybody that knows me knows coming, that I'm a coming from two people who haven't gone overseas yes. yes um but anybody that knows me knows that I'm a big University of North Carolina fan um Strictly because I spent a lot of my of my childhood in Wilmington, North Carolina, and in uh, in Rocky Mount, and in in the Blue Ridge territory. So that's why I love the mountains. Um, but so I got to take her up there. Um, it was it was kind of a mixture of emotions because I was happy to be there, and I got to take her to some of my favorite places. But the reason we were there was kind of um, was not not the best. So um, I got to see family members I haven't seen in a while. Um, so yeah, we so got it to was, live in a house with thirteen other people. Yeah, we got to uh, be in an Airbnb for three days with thirteen other people. Um, so that was fun. Um, but anyway, um, 
so yeah, so that's kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly of what we've been up to over the past four, four weeks to a month. Um, we got our we got our first dose of the vaccine, Woo! Um, so we're half vaccinated. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Missy, let's uh, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns um, and talk about politics. So uh, we have some notes here. I'm going to try to uh, bring them up. I'm having to talk into my phone, but also read Missy's phone at the same time. Um, so the first thing is what the first question is, what does the Bible say about politics? Um, one thing we always want to do is in any topic, we want to lead it back to what the Bible says. Um, because our opinions, our, our opinions are great. Our but, opinions matter. They may not be great, <laughs> but they matter because yeah. everyone's opinion matters. Nothing that I ever want to do when I'm having a conversation with anybody or even on this podcast is say that your opinion is diminished simply because it doesn't line up with mine. Yes, that's most not, definitely. That's not a fact. But um, my opinion is also very biblically based. Yeah. And I will always, always point you back to what the Bible says, and that's my truth. Oh, most definitely. So, anyway, um, we talk about what does the Bible say about politics. Uh, the first thing we want to do is we want to read a verse out of Romans, um, and it's Romans 13, it's verses 1 through 5, um, and it says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Um, and so through that, we know that God tells us to submit to the government they've been chosen by him and much like us they've been chosen by him much like us whether or not we agree with them god has chosen them and we must listen i think that's the biggest thing um when it comes to politics and what the bible says about governing authorities and the government (laughs) as a whole um is we even if we don't agree those people are still chosen by God. Yeah. Um, and so we can't sit there and say that they're not or they are based off of our own opinion or our own political beliefs. At the end of the day, they are chosen by God. He yeah, is the and one I who think, sets them up. I think that's a big thing to remember is that, like, the Bible, the Bible doesn't say we have to necessarily agree with them, but it right. says that we are under their authority. Exactly. So whether we like them or not, like... We have to submit to their authority. Um, God even said in the Bible, like, now he was talking about taxes, and I think we had this in our notes, but he was talking about taxes, and he said, he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Right. But give to God what is God's. And that doesn't just mean your money, but that means, like, your time. Like, like, lend to Caesar what is Caesar's. Lend to to the authority what is the authorities. Right. Um, And that's, that's paying taxes. That's, you know going to your job right. that's you know paying for gas paying for groceries give to the government what is the government's but give to god what is god's i.e we thank god every day for the ability to to get in our car and drive or the right. ability to use this platform and use well, and, and use this podcast and that's <laughs> something that not everybody in other countries gets to do right well one of the things that i always think about too is like and i'm about to get very touchy here but amidst this pandemic i have a lot of people on my Facebook wall who are like, 
Well, if you don't start speaking up about the mask and the vaccine and all of this, you're not gonna have America. And while I can see where those people are coming from, the fact of the matter is, is that that is not true. Um, because the thing about it is, is that my job is to submit to presidents. Yeah. My job is to submit to govern, govern, governors, to mayors, as a Christian. And also, the thing about it is, is that unless they're looking at me and going, you can't go to church, you can't worship your God, which was the whole point of America, the whole point over centuries of America has been to be able to say, yes, you can worship whatever God you want to, and you can go to whatever church you want to, and you can think however you want to. That has been the point of America. As long as a president or a governing authority is not looking at me and saying that, my job is to submit to whatever they think is right for the country. Exactly. And that is my thought and opinion on it. Um, and no, I, I think, you know, I think it's important to know that, like, the Bible says submit, but it doesn't say to be overrun, right? Right. Um, like, I mean, I mean, we wouldn't have, you know, back in the day, like, we're living in, in another, we're living in a reflection of biblical times, yeah. right? Back in the day, you know, and I think the reason people are going, well, well, you know, we have to rise up and we have to take a stand because otherwise we won't have an America because we, we think about what happened in, we think about what happened in Egypt, you know, Egypt used to be the America right? back in biblical times. It was, it was the main, you know, it was, it was the main country. It was, you know, what everybody, it was what everybody, you know, it was where everybody was. It was where the pharaohs were. It was where the governing authorities were. It was where everybody got their their resources, Egypt right? also, if we look back outside of, you know, what the Bible tells us, um, and we look at just history, I'm sure you could look back and see that Egypt was probably one of the main... Uh, areas where a lot of trade deals were coming in and out of. Yeah, and most America definitely. has always been that way. And so, and so, in, in that regard, like, um, in that regard, you know, Egypt also was put under the rule of a pharaoh who was, you know, who was taking the Egyptians and the, and the Hebrews captive, and the Israelites captive, and wouldn't let them go. And then you had this whole story in Exodus about Moses and how he liberated the Israelites and everything. And so I believe that's why people are saying, like, I believe that's what people are saying. Oh, we have to rise up. We have to take a stand. Yeah. Otherwise, we won't have an American. And I get where they're coming from. But at the same at the same time, it's like, we're not being oppressed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, the they're, person who's saying that they're oppressed and, and that, you know, oh, they're taking away my freedoms are the same people that are going and spending $8 on an oat milk latte an hour later. Right. Like, and, and, and they're writing about how oppressed they are on their $800, you know, MacBook. Right. You know, you're not oppressed. Right. Right? You think you're oppressed because, you know, now, when you start having, when you start having a, a gun put to your head right. for even speaking the name of Jesus, that's when you're oppressed. Um, again, what I just said, you have to look at the... I mean, we have to talk about even what's happening with Islam and uh, Afghanistan, and you have to look at and what's happened with them over the years, and you have to look at even places like China. People can't just 
worship God if they want to. And, and, and there are third world countries that absolutely, without a doubt, you're not allowed to worship God. You know? And... You're not allowed to worship anybody except for except the governing to, authority. Exa exactly. Except for who the government tells you you can worship. That's who you're allowed to worship. Yeah. And America, again, was founded on you don't have to do that. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it. You have to submit, which I think is where a lot of people are going wrong, is submitting and agreeing are two different things. Exactly. Um, so now we have... Now we now we have a different verse. Uh, it's Matthew 22, verses 17 through 21. And it says, Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarian. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And I just touched on that on that passage as well, um, about giving to the government what what is the government, submitting to the government what is theirs, but giving credit to God for the ability to be governed, right? Right. And Again, the ability to live in a free country where we can make the choice to choose to submit or not. Right. I right? think I think that if, um, I think if that if we look at that pack and we were to say that the Jews, again, were living in a time where Caesar was saying, and, and I think in a way they were, but like Caesar was saying without a doubt, 100%, if I catch you worshiping God, you're dead. Well, and, I think and the Jesus, other thing is... I think Jesus would have had a very different response to the disciples' questions. The other thing is, I love how people use, use this verse to talk about how we should overthrow the government or whatever. Guys, Jesus was... This verse is, is like... If you're using that, you're taking it completely out of context because this verse was supposed to be about... Um, I just dropped my phone. Uh, this verse was supposed to be about taxes and about how they're saying, like, well, should we be paying taxes to Caesar even though, you know, the, the tax is supposed to be paid to the church? The tithe is supposed to be paid to the church, right? And that was what... That was what he was talking about. Is like, guys, like, if the government has a tax enacted, pay the tax to the government. Not without first paying me, first giving, you know, give your first, give the first fruits to God, right? In anything, in money, in time, in, you know, whatever it is that you do, give the first to me, but also, like, give to the government what is theirs. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I mean, people ask me all the time how I feel about taxes and paying taxes to the government and, and everything um, simply because of the political party that I associate myself with and also because I associate myself with a Christian and people are like, oh, well, shouldn't you, you know, the government shouldn't get your taxes. Shouldn't you give the first 10% to the church or give the first 10% to God? And whereas, yes, that's true. The other thing is like, I give the first 10% of, of my checks a month to the church. I tithe to my church, right? The government's going to take out their cut of that anyway. Yeah. If you work for a corporate company or somewhere where where they take where they take social security out of your check and whatnot, the government is already taking out their cut long before you get paid. Um, do I believe that the government should be taking all your money? No. I believe that I believe that people work hard for the money that they that they earn. 
and the government should not be taking $150 every paycheck to $150 every paycheck just because they want to. Um, however, you know, I, I think it's I think it's honestly just uh, just kind of what we always talk about. Just it, it goes back to how you feel and what you hold hold true to. Um, I don't believe that. I don't believe that the government should. I don't believe the government should require the church to pay anything to them, and vice versa. I don't believe that the church should require the government to pay anything to them. Um, I think I think there should be a separation there. Um, and I know that there are a lot of people that hold strongly to to a belief of the other side of the argument that the church should be held accountable and the church should be required to pay taxes to the government. Um, there are a lot of churches that are tax exempt from things, and so. Um, but we're not going to get into that at the moment. Um, Missy, how do you feel about about politics in the church and, and as far as taxes and money and, and everything like that goes? Um, as an adult, I don't think I ever went to a church that told me that I should be more concentrated on then I should be on taxes. I don't think I ever went to a church that talked about taxes, um, like people's personal taxes, in um, like in a sermon or at church at all. Um, I, I have pastors, and I have had pastors that if I were to go up to them and ask them a question about it, and and want to get their opinion on the passage in Matthew or or anything else, you know, they'd be willing to sit down and talk to me about it, but I, they, they would never publicly say anything, and I think that that's nice, because I think, you know, I think that a lot of people want to involve politics in church, and that's not the place for politics. Um, church is a place for, for the lost, and for the, the people who are growing in their faith, and you can really turn somebody away by bringing politics I don't... So, you know, I don't... I guess I just never have associated the two um, at all because, I, they, to me, tithing and, and giving money to the church or to any kind of charity has always just been very different from filing my taxes. Um, it's two separate things. Um, I think one thing that I would like to touch on as far as... Um, as far as politics and church is like I don't know why there's such a stigma around like if you're a Christian you should vote for this particular party right um if you're you know if you're a Christian you should you should vote for this law or you should not agree with this law or you should not agree with this person yeah um we both have friends who agree with laws that I think we've been told are not Christian like yeah but and I think but they have a very close and personal relationship God that we're very familiar yeah. with. Um, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just a lot of our friends at church. I mean, one of our one of our good friends who actually listens to this podcast is heavily tatted, right? Yes. Like, I'm talking up and down their arms and legs. 
Um, like, has a sleeve I could only dream of. Um, and hope to afford one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and, and there are some churches that would tell you that, like, if you get any sort of ink on your body, you know. Yeah. I mean, I grew that up. That you're not, that you're, that, that your relationship with God is not where it needs to be. Right. I In the up. same aspect, you know, there are people that would tell you that because you voted for a certain candidate, that you're not a Christian. Or because you didn't vote for a certain candidate, that you're not a Christian. Well, I, I, um, I don't. I don't even think that they. I think. I think the idea behind saying voting for it is like the candidate's policies. It, that's but what I'm I saying. Think, yeah. But I think also when you're trying to fit a candidate's policies or policies of a certain political party into a box that matches up with biblical policies, you're also trying exactly. to stuff God into that same um, box, and God can't fit in the box. Exactly. You know? And so I... I might get, get crucified for this, um, but as far as politics in the church, like, guys, I don't believe that the church should dictate how the country operates politically. And vice versa. I don't think the government should should dictate... I think I've already said this, but I might be rephrasing it. I don't think the, the government should dictate how the church lives. I think the government should let the church do their own thing. I mean, that's what America was founded on, was freedom of religion. You know? Uh, yeah, Whether you're a Christian, a Muslim, a, a you know, pagan, a, you know, messianic Jew, a, you know, a Buddhist, whatever, you should be able to practice your own religion how you want to practice it. I think that's the thing that we keep emphasizing is like, um, the point of America was not now, everybody have the same mindset and everybody, but but it be this like, quote unquote, better mindset. Yeah. Now, the granted, of, it literally was to say, if you want to do that, that's cool. Granted, if, you're, if your religion, and this is not to point out anybody, but if your religion and you being sold out to your religion threatens in any way the sovereign, you know, the, the, the peace of America or the peace of your country, period, that's not, you know, that's that, not, that, that's not cool. Um, and I think, I think we all know, lame in terms, that's not cool. I think we all know who we're talking about. Um, but, um, but yeah, but, but the reason that I say that, um, the reason that I say I don't believe that the church should dictate how the government runs is like the, the, the government's never going to operate based off of the church. Whether I mean, whether you want them to or not, they're never going to. The, the government's never going to be like, oh, the church said we should do this, so we're gonna, so we're gonna do that. The church said we can't do this, so we're not going to do that. They're, it's never going to happen. And unfortunately, um, I think too because you because have just as much, just enough opposition towards the towards the church or towards, you know, whatever political party the church associates itself with, that it's, I mean, it's never going to happen. And on the other side of things, you have just as much opposition from the church towards the group that they're protesting against, the group that they're, you know, that it's never going to, it's never going to happen that way either. It's got to be a happy medium. Unfortunately, too, like, if we can't expect the government to ever say, oh, the church says this, so this is what we should do. I don't think we should ever expect the government to fully do what the Bible says or do what we do what they think God is telling them. Like, the government is never 
And um, so because because of what Jason was just saying of like it's just not gonna happen, like that's just not how it works. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact of like we don't live in a perfect world where that where that would happen. Yeah. We we live in a fallen world where people's opinions and people's the systematic structures of things and just people in general outweigh the spiritual realm. Yeah, and and I I think it, it's just like the Bible and God like God gave us free will, right? Yeah. And I think that that goes so far as to who you choose to associate your political or your governing beliefs to, right? Um, and I also don't don't think that it's right for a church to ask you who you voted for or to tell you who to vote for. Um, I don't. I think that we, as a whole society, should just kick out the whole... There is a reason you go behind the little curtain and you, and you pick your person. Yeah. Like... There's a reason that it's private. Exactly. Like, you don't... Like, as a whole... And, and when I say this, I don't just mean, like, oh, people in general, don't ask your friends or your family members or whatever who they voted for. Don't make your Facebook wall or your life about bringing up a political party or a candidate or even an elected president. Because let me tell you. Don't 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 continuously bring those things up because you don't know if you're talking to somebody who voted for that person or who believes in that political party and their belief like you could lose friendships over that. So just yeah. like find anything else to talk about. And once that's it's all not said and, done. And, and the thing is is like if you want to talk about anything not being Christ like you can say it's not Christ-like to vote for this candidate. It's not Christ-like to not vote for this candidate. What's really not Christ-like is putting people down based off of the candidate that right. they voted for. Yes. Whether they voted for, I'm going to say a bad word, but whether they voted for Trump or Biden or Jorgensen or, you know, uh, Hillary or Romney or whoever, right? They voted with their conscience. They voted with, with what they thought the best thing was. And to put them down based off of what they thought the best course of action was for them right. and for their life and for their family is not Christ-like at all. And I'm gonna that's just like, I mean, that'd be like, that'd be like saying that because somebody, that'd be like you driving a Ford and saying that because somebody drives a Chevy, they're going to hell. Right. And, right. And I'm going to add you. I, dr- I drive a Chevy because I, because, because I, you know, I, you might drive a Ford, but I drive a Chevy because my granddaddy drove a Chevy. My, you know, my daddy drove a Chevy. His daddy drove a Chevy. His daddy drove a Chevy. And I've dro- driven Chevys ever since I could drive yeah. and I believe that a Chevy is the best truck on the on yeah. the highway but you drive a Ford all cool I might give you some crap for it but right. you drive a Ford but I, I'm guys add, I'm just gonna, a PSA Fords are way better than Chevys I'm also going to add fuel to the fire and I'm going to say that yes you talking about impeaching a candidate and again I'm getting very real about this whether that be Trump or Biden you and when I say you, I mean the general public. People talking about impeaching a, 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 an elected president, or talking or dishonoring that president in their words, is yeah. downgrading someone's thoughts, downgrading and, and and really undermining the prayers and time and thoughts and research that somebody that could be your friend really put into voting for that person and now they feel like an idiot because you're more or less telling them that they are exactly and and just to go back to my analogy like 
okay, I drive a Chevy, you drive a Ford, we can get past all that, but, you know, somebody over here drives a Nissan. And we're going to talk crap about them because, oh, well, a Nissan's not a, not a real truck, right? Right. Same thing goes for, go for politics to go towards that analogy. You voted for Biden, you voted for Trump, well, somebody over here voted for Bernie Sanders. And you're giving them crap because, oh, well, he's never going to win, or he, you know? Yeah. Um, just let people do what they want to do. Yeah. You know? Whether they drive a, a Ford, a Chevy, a Nissan, or a Toyota, like, that's their own choice. Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, Socialists, Green Party, you know, undefined, undefined, whatever. Um, As long as they believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with their mouth that he raised them from the dead, they're going to heaven, y'all. As long as they're living in the right way, they're going to heaven. And who are you as a human to play God and determine because they voted for a certain person or because they didn't agree with this or agreed with this that they're not getting a dad who are we i mean um I, you know and, and i also want to say like we're not perfect i think we've both definitely sat back and judged somebody based off of politics based off of lifestyle based off of whatever we've and we've said things about them and we've repented and we've you know tur- we obviously turned over a new leaf but like the thing that we really had to have happen to us is realize is like we're not anybody to say either way. Yeah. You know, we're not the ultimate judge, it, and and we're actually told not to judge, not to seek revenge, yeah. not to. Most definitely. You know, and so it's just it's important to keep that in mind. Like people, we're we're not much when it. You know, our our goal is to love one another. That's the second greatest commandment, and. I had, we had an old pastor that used to say, anything short of sin will do to love somebody. And that has always stuck with me because that means that I don't walk into a room judging everyone in that room. I don't walk into any, anywhere or, or any conversation judging someone and making them feel less than simply because they don't, their beliefs and their values don't line up with mine. If anything, I try to receive them with an open mind. Um, and again, that, that that's something that I've had to learn over the past five years, you know. Um, and I'm not perfect at it, but it, it, it just to kind of.
try to reiterate, like, we as humans, like, it's not our job to judge, and we're not much better than Joe Blow down the street, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just, just to wrap things up, um, heaven's going to be filled with all walks of people, regardless of who they voted for. Um, just love God, guys. I mean, keep politics out of your relationship with Christ. Keep love politics God. out of keep politics out of your relationship with people and how you love them like Christ loves the church. Um, and just be a good person. <laughs> And yep. don't let politics get in the way of being a good person. Literally, you see all the t-shirts. Be a kind human. Like, be, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally all we're called to do, guys. We're not called to, to vote for somebody. We're not called to... Um, we're not called to give somebody grief or praise simply because of who they voted for or simply because of who you think they should vote for. We're just called to love people and to, you know... To, we're called to love people, and we're called to minister to those people. Um, so that's all I wanted to say. Missy, do you have a verse for the people to send them off with this week? A verse? A verse. Um, yeah, so I think this verse was in our notes, but I don't think we, um, I don't think we uh, covered it. But it's Philippians 3.20. Um, BC Dubs, guys. Philippians is one of my favorite books of the Bible. Is uh, it? Yes. Um, but um, it says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, I think that that's just something that's to... I think that's, that's something... Just, go ahead. Sorry. That's just something to hold on to and to, again, reiterate, like, this earth is temporary. Like, yeah. I would, I would not want to look back knowing that I spent my life, my short life on this earth worrying about what other people thought and, and how I disagreed with them. I would much rather know that I stepped up and, and tried to meet them where they were. Yeah, um, and I think just to reiterate that is like, you know, it says we await a Savior, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. That means that, guys, as much as you as, as people like to think, like, our Savior is not Donald Trump. Our savior is not Joe Biden. Our savior is not Kamala Harris or Mike Pence or whoever, right? Our savior is Jesus Christ. The Messiah, the second coming is Jesus Christ. And we only get to heaven. We only have a perfect life through following Jesus Christ, not through following Donald Trump, not through following Joe Biden or whoever is in office. We obtain eternal life and obtain the riches in heaven through following Jesus Christ and awaiting the return of Jesus. That's all I wanted to say. Um, thank you for listening to us babble about politics, um, something that we honestly don't really know anything about. Um, yeah, uh, sorry if we came off extreme or hard. I just, it's a lot of pent-up anger. Yeah. Uh, um, honestly, guys. That and I, I but just... I think it's, it's okay to be angry about it. It's not okay to use that anger against people. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that, like, in the past few years, at least since I've been able to vote with the past two elections, like, that's something that a lot of people have used. And they've just gotten angry about politics. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, guys, it doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, y'all have fun. Y'all be safe. Have a great week. And we will see you on Season 2, Episode 2 of the Come On Church Podcast. Bye. Bye.